On this episode, we talk to Graham Lambert from NCI. We talk about what NCI does, how it can help lenders, borrowers, and brokers, and much more. Now, it's time to spend 30 minutes in finance. Yes, I'm uh, Graham Lambert, uh, Operations Director at NCI Resources Limited. Um, I've been in financial services all my working life, starting in a building society straight from school spending time in pretty much all the departments, underwriting, collections, and repossessions. Um, last uh, uh, financial services company I worked for was Chapman uh, uh, Gloucester, where I left in 1996, did some consultancy work, and then joined NCI in 1977 when the, when the business um, started. Um, NCI have been providing field services ever since then, 1997. In a nutshell, we have a network of field agents uh, across the UK, including Scotland and Northern Ireland, uh, visiting the customers of our clients for pretty much anything that um, is required. Um, Until 2018, the main service for NCI was mortgage arrears counselling. But in 2018, we took a strategic decision to uh, to, to leave that sector um, and scale down the operation. And we now concentrate on the short-term loan uh, sector, the business finance sector. Um, and uh, we also represent a number of, uh, of solicitors as, uh, uh, for, for various tasks as, uh, as well. Um, we receive a wide range of instructions from house sitting, to serving legal documents, uh, business finance site visits, uh, and of course the short-term pre-completion, interim and development monitoring uh, instructions that we deal with. But but ostensibly we will um, do any kind of uh, compliant visit that is required by one of our clients where uh, a customer needs visiting or interviewing um, for, um, uh, for, for whatever purpose. No, that's perfect. And to be honest, that is one of the best intros we've had. So thanks for, <laughs> for coming on, Graham. Um, and just before we kind of jump onto everything else, um, I've been meaning to ask this for a while and actually uh, forgot to. Um, what does NCI actually stand for? Well, back in the day, 1997, we were um, associated with um, an American company called Nationwide Credit Inc., uh, based at uh, based at Basildon. And uh, in the initial days, it was a sort of um, uh, joint venture. Um, they used to process all the old credit card slips, which you may remember before yep. everything went digital. <laughs> and uh, back in that day, they couldn't turn off credit cards. Uh, and if somebody went over the limit, um, the only way to stop further spending was to remove them from circulation. So in the early days of NCI, we were literally going out and collecting uh, credit cards from people who had gone over their credit limit. And um, shortly thereafter, late 90s, uh, NCI Inc. um, uh, left UK and uh, we'd already built up a, a bit of name awareness and therefore uh, we, uh, we we retained the uh, uh, the acronym, even if it wasn't <laughs> the uh, the intended uh, joint venture, and uh, we've been NCI Resources ever since. 
didn't realize it actually worked like that. Was that in the um, late 90s? 97, absolutely, yeah. 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 And that remained the case until I think it was either the late 1990s or, or early to 2000s when uh, the, uh, the, the technology uh, uh, started becoming what it is today. That's a really interesting start to all of it. And I guess, was it just then a case of people asked you if you could do something um, and then you took it from there? The, um, the, the business uh, sort of strategy was always uh, to, to expand. Uh, the, the mortgage arrears counselling uh, arena was something that our, um, uh, our board and our, our CEO, uh, Adrian Bloomfield, um, were already um, aware of and, and involved in with, uh, with, with other people. So that was always the, uh, the intention. Um, and uh, the, uh, uh, the early days enables us to, to build up our network of field agents, which at one stage got up to about 160 um, agents uh, across the, uh, the, the UK, um, all of which we recruited, vetted and screened and, and still do that today. Um, and, um, and, and the profile for, for which is, is usually um, a semi-retired uh, uh, finance professional, uh, maybe left a building society or a bank uh, for early retirement. Um, and uh, so, so we built up the, the field force um, uh, in the early days and, and then we're able to, to retrain uh, uh, these, uh, the field force into, into the new services that we offered as we, as we went on. And, and as you say, you know, we, we started with the, where we did, um, we, we got into the arrears counselling and then clients do get wind of the fact that you've got this, this um, field network uh, and they do start asking you uh, to do slightly different things. And, and, and to a degree, that's how the, the business has evolved, that uh, we, we can't go to clients and tell them what they want. Uh, we are here to, to hear what is wanted and then we can develop the, the service around that. Uh, and we've continued to do that uh, pretty much ever since and, and continue to today. You said you had about 160 agents. Do you have any idea roughly where you are at the moment? Yeah, we're down to about 60 now. And, um, and, and that is for, for a number of reasons. When we were doing the vast number, the, the huge numbers we were doing back in the, the 1990s, um, we needed a lot of people uh, because they were very, very busy. Um, since then, we've, we've scaled it back, partly retirements, because obviously um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, the field agents who are semi-retired start with us in their, in their 50s or even 60s. And uh, so a number of people have retired. Uh, gone on to other things um, and uh, we, we've now retained a fairly um, yeah, much smaller nucleus of, of agents but uh, they're real um, they're, they're ones that we've retained by choice because they offer the, um, the geographical location but more importantly the, the, the service uh, they're able to react very quickly to um, instructions uh, they're able to converse uh, at, at the right level with the person that they're, they're speaking with, whether it's a, a senior partner in a law firm or whether it's a, a managing director of a, of a company uh, or whether it's um, a person investing in property for, for the very first time. Um, and, uh, and added to that, the quality that they have to, to deliver as well. So it's a matter of, Get in there quickly, understanding 
what they're there for, having a good conversation, deep conversation with the person that they're, they're speaking with um, and getting a good quality report back to us. Um, and in our headquarters in Fairham, we then do the, uh, the quality control. We check it against the objectives of the original instruction uh, and turn it around very, very quickly. So we're finding at the moment that the 50 to 60 agents that we've got, uh, and sorry, I haven't got the exact number because it does change, um, but uh, um, you know, is enough to, to cover the entire UK, including Scotland. Uh, and we have a solitary person in, uh, in Northern Ireland as well, who thankfully is prepared to travel, uh, albeit uh, we, uh, we don't do a huge amount over there. It is an interesting point because there isn't a huge amount of lenders that are actually based outside of England. Um, do you find that the case for your business, as in where do most of your actual clients come from? No, you're absolutely right. All, all of our clients, uh, bar one or two, which I'll come on to in a moment, are based in England. Um, yeah. And um, uh, uh, a couple of years ago, um, we had a, a request from an American uh, law firm um, who um, somebody had relocated to the States from, uh, from the UK. They'd used us when they worked in the UK. Um, and they needed a number of sites, business sites visited in, in the UK. So uh, we, uh, we did those. Um, and, um, uh, and we also have uh, a client based in Miami, uh, sorry, not Miami, Tampa, who, uh, who asks us to serve process every now and again, legal documents every now and again. So, um, so apart from those two, you're absolutely right. Our, our clients are um, English, England-based. Yeah, it is a, a, a little bit of a strange one. Um, I, firstly, I just want to say that obviously we've used NCI um, for a couple of our deals over the last sort of couple of years, um, and they've been really helpful. Um, but I was wondering, Graham, if you're able to give us a, a few examples of some deals that you've done um, and help how you've helped some of the lenders, um, and just maybe give us a, a bit of an example of the sort of stuff that you do in a bit more detail so people can get a better idea of it. Yes, yes, of course. Um, I mean, in the general um, short-term uh, loan uh, uh, arena, so, so to speak, um, we um, obviously part of our, um, when we're doing a pre-completion uh, visit, uh, it, it is aimed at the purpose of the loan it's aimed at the exit strategy um, and um, the, the availability and source of the um, deposit uh, if, it's, uh, if it's a purchase. Um, and so um, they're, they're all the, the things that we uh, will discuss with the, uh, uh, the customer um, uh, to, to make sure that the, every, everything makes sense and it is as the um, lender uh, believes it to be. Um, every now and again, we, we may come across a, a, a situation where the uh, it's an unregulated loan, but the borrower is wishing to move into the property uh, when they've purchased it, which um, obviously is against uh, the, um, uh, the the terms of that loan. Um, and um, so, you know, we, we found instances where that has um, been. Uh, uh, the intention, uh, which obviously has uh, uh, led to uh, further discussions and uh, as to whether that loan uh, can can proceed. 
so uh, that is something we come across, as I say, the availability and uh, uh, and source of, uh, of the deposit, obviously, is, uh, is crucial uh, uh, on, a, on a purchase and, and also for uh, the early days of a development on a, on a, a development loan as, uh, as well. So we'll, we'll delve into, uh, into that. Um, and uh, as I say, the, the, the purpose, uh, uh, sorry, the exit strategy from the, uh, the, the loan as, uh, as well. Um, to, to make sure that it is uh, is feasible, and um, uh, it, these are all the things that we report back to the uh, lender on. And that's on the the, the pre-completion side. Um, we then do a mid-term uh, inspection for for some clients as uh, as well. So maybe a twelve-month loan where we're instructed to go in maybe month six, just to make sure that the exit strategy is on track um, and that uh, the, the works that uh, were intending to be done are being done. Uh, and um, uh, as I say, they hope to, that the works will be done and the loan exited within the usual, uh, within the term that was agreed. Um, sometimes we can find that, um, uh, you know, and, and of course, we, we represent a, a small part of the market, but, but we have found instances of um, structural works being undertaken, which were not known to, to the lender day one. Um, it being used for, for purposes other than was intended, single let, perhaps HMO or, or vice versa. Uh, we found instances such as that. Um, uh, all of which is 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 information that the um, uh, lender often wants to know, uh, and particularly whether the the refinance uh, strategy uh, has started, whether a mortgage offer has been received, um, and whether a property is on the market. Who is it with? Um, who's it being marketed with? What for? Uh, as I say, to give comfort midterm that a loan uh, is going to be uh, redeemed and exited within the uh, the original term. Perfect. Are they the two most common uh, sort of types of jobs you do currently for for most lenders? Absolutely. Yeah. The um, the, the pre-completion also uh, involves an element of, of know your customer, although yeah. the, the, the of course there are digital ways of, of doing that uh, uh, just as effectively. Um, but uh, we're often there just as a as a backup to, to that as well. Um, and so, um, so yes, it, it will be a bit of KYC and, uh, and, and on the pre-completion. Pre uh, yes, the interim visits, which can become an exit visit. Um, so rather than a midterm, we may go out a month before the end of term if a dialogue is not ongoing with the lender, uh, just to see what the situation is. Um, and um, uh, quite a recent addition to, to the service list is, um, is development finance uh, monitoring, um, mainly for projects which perhaps don't require um, the, the services of quantity surveyor and perhaps the, the budget uh, doesn't make a quantity surveyor cost effective. Um, yeah. And so we're, we're instructed to, to go out to, to check the works, collect the invoices um, to support drawdowns. And uh, again, that, that is something that, that we started on the back of a specific client uh, request. Uh, we've, we've developed the product um, or the service um, 
over a number of years and oh, a couple of years now. And, um, and now that is certainly increasing in, in popularity as, uh, as well. Uh, and, and our sort of USP for that is that we're, we're very quick. Um, we, we usually um, can get to any property in the UK within three days. Um, and uh, we've reported within sort of another three days after after that as well, and uh, so uh, so the speed thing is is very uh, well received, and um, and as I say, uh, because uh, we are not quantity surveyors and don't pretend we are, we're there to to, to look at the works, get photographic and video evidence, um, which we can then send to the to the lender so they can see it in real time as well. The works that have been completed with the back of the invoices uh, is very often uh, enough for drawdowns to be released and, and the development to continue uh, without the need to uh, you know, be counting uh, counting bricks and, uh, and materials on site, etc., which uh, otherwise it could become. Yeah, because a QS is you know, you instant add a few thousand pounds. And if you're doing a small deal, which I'm guessing that's the majority of the ones that you have gone to expect, sort of maybe one or two houses, maybe a little bit bigger than that. But um, that, that's the sort of level that I would imagine that it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The QS yeah. cost. Um, so, and it is a, an interesting one because we, we typically get the valuer to do it, um, go out and for our own cases currently. Um, and they're, uh, you know, they, they vary in terms of price wise. Um, are, you, are you able to share or happy to share sort of roughly what that sort of costs? I guess it depends slightly on the size of the deal and, and that sort of thing, but sort of ballpark figures. Yeah, well, you know, in, including VAT, the, um, uh, the, the first visit to, to any site comes under just under 500. Um, and for the, the drawdown visits in between, uh, come to, to just under 300, including the VAT. Yeah, so that, that is generally cheaper than a, a lot of the, the sort of values we do. Um, and I'll be open and let everyone know the sort of things that we've got you guys doing, actually, on some of our deals. Um, one of them was... Um, basically tenancy checks um, to make sure the properties are vacant when they said they are going to be vacant. Uh, that's yep. a big one for, for us because obviously if you, you know, when the valuer turns up and they say there's a tenant in place um, and the borrower is saying, actually it's now vacant, you know, <laughs> who do you believe? You've got to actually go and eyeball that yourself. Um, and it's a very cost efficient way to get somebody out there, especially if it's sort of, you know, a little far away or, or something like that. And, and that's what we've used you guys for as well as yeah. an, a couple yeah. of the, the reports. Um, and you also give sort of rough valuation estimates, um, which we've found handy. So for our seven day guarantee product, um, we've used you a, a couple of times to have a look at a few places. Um, we want to do more. Um, so if anyone's <laughs> got any deals, send them through. But uh, <laughs> generally, I, I think it is a... Um, it's a really handy thing to get out. And it is that, as you say, part of that know your customer, the KYC side of things. Um, it's actually somebody eyeballing them, taking a photo of them with the passport um, or driving license. We find that really handy because at least that way, you know, there's that 100% certainty. There's no sort of maybes. Um, and a lot of lenders don't meet their customers face to face. Um, 
at any point, obviously, it's relied on solicitors and certified ID uh, and all of that kind of thing. Um, so this is an extra sort of check, I think, that is is incredibly handy. Um, one thing uh, that has sort of, uh, well, post-pandemic, really, there's been a, a huge rise in sort of automated um, valuations and that kind of thing. Um, but the problem with those, obviously, and this is where I, I want to see if it's something you guys get involved in a lot, is obviously they can't see the state of the property. So it's just a, an estimate. Um, do you guys get involved at all in sort of going out to actually work alongside sort of AVMs um, to actually eyeball some people and see what the condition's like? Or is that not so... No, absolutely. I mean, this is a growing um, uh, service uh, that we're seeing as well, that uh, we are going out um, uh, on, particularly on purchases uh, for and doing a video walkthrough. Um, and uh, sometimes the video, I believe, is then sent on to the, the, the valuer to assist with their desktop valuation. Um, but it does at least demonstrate that the the internal of the property, it has got a kitchen, it has got a bathroom, it has yep. got floorboards, um, and uh, all, all of the things that uh, a desktop valuation wouldn't necessarily tell you. And it's it's real time, um, and uh, so you know exactly, you know the, the the date and time we were there, and and, and what the property looked at at that time, and um, and so uh, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. This is something that. Um, uh, is increasing in in popularity uh, the, the video walkthrough backed up with stills of the property as well um, uh, which uh, the, the lenders are using uh, for the basis of the valuation um, in terms of what we provide if we're ever asked to give a, an indication of valuation all, all we would do is what any value would do which is to to check online for, for recent activity uh, we're, we're not obviously qualified to uh, to give valuations, but we will certainly give an indication based on on recent activity in the area and um, similar properties. Yeah, and it's taken with a, a pinch of salt, but it's there or thereabouts is kind of what I think is it's a handy kind of guesstimate. Um, and on that, obviously, part of it is it's kind of people will rely on the information that you guys are giving in certain instances. Um, and I think it's the case. And do you guys cover, uh, sort of have any PI sort of backup that if there is any issues or how does the liability side work with the information that you are providing? We make it clear in our reports that, that we are not valuers and, and everything we provide is indicative only. Um, but, uh, but of course, yes, we've, we've got the, uh, the, the PI to cover what we, uh, we do as, uh, as well. Um, but, um, you know, uh, uh, not a superstitious person, but touch wood anyway. I uh, never had any issues on that on that in the past. Uh, but uh, you know, we're, we're also always very careful just to point out uh, uh, you know our role in this and uh, uh, and that is it is indicative and um, uh, you know could not and should not and cannot be be relied on um, for um, uh, for lending purposes. Yeah, especially the valuation side of things. Um, when it comes to um, sort of the the current climate that we're we're in at the moment, uh, mm. with a little bit of uncertainty, have you found that has actually impacted on the amount of work you're getting in a either positive or negative way? As in, are people being a bit more careful, so they want to actually get 
that double check, that sort of, you know, um, second set of eyeballs on the property? Um, or are you finding that they're actually holding back on sort of spending money? Well, we've, we've, we've been seeing a gradual increase in business ever since um, the sort of the ends of COVID. Um, obviously, that was a, a very difficult time for, for everybody. Um, but, but we're seeing a sort of gradual increase. We're continuing to see uh, a gradual invoice, uh, increase ever since. Um, we, um, we're finding that, that some of our uh, lender clients are less busy. But conversely, we're finding some of our lender clients are, are more busy. So as, as, a, as a whole, uh, we, we are getting, um, get, getting busier. Um, and uh, you know, what we're continuing to, to, to see. That, that's good to hear. And in terms of, do you think the, uh, the, the sort of use for you guys, can you see any benefit in terms of as things get a little rougher, just giving people that little bit more comfort when they are using things like AVMs and desktops that they might be able to sort of keep on pushing the boundaries because obviously everyone's sort of loan to values have dropped slightly um but obviously i can see something like that giving people that little bit of extra comfort just to make sure they can keep helping the customers at the sort of loan to values that they used to be accustomed to yeah i think as you as you said earlier i think the face-to-face -face, um uh meeting with uh the customers is a is a very powerful thing um and uh, you know, sometimes where we do the pre-completion and then we do the interim uh, three or four months down the, the track, it's, it's invariably the same agent and you've already got a relationship with these people and therefore you're getting real honesty as to, to where they are with the project and the, the likelihood of, uh, of exits uh, and, and everything. Um, we are seeing a lot of straight, uh, well, not a lot, but again, you know, just with the uh, caveat that we, we represent a small part of the market and it's certainly... You know, I can't say this represents the whole market, but you know, we are seeing uh, on some of the midterm inspections that people are changing the exit from um, refinancing and letting to, to selling because uh, you know we've seen instances of people worried about the, the the letting market and increasing interest rates. So um, I think the economy has affected some people in that way. Um, but conversely, we've also seen the other thing. We've seen instances of people who had intended to, to, to sell the property, but now uh, the prices they're getting from estate agents um, are not as good as they hoped. So they're going the other way and um, looking to let the property and, and refinance it. So, um, you know, not, not conclusive on their own, but, you know, these are, are scenarios that we, we, we've seen of late, which we didn't necessarily see, you know, 12, 18, 24 months ago. It, even though people always change, you know, what their intentions, uh, it, it, that has increased a little bit just uh, uh, just recently. Um, and the other thing we've, we've seen is some uh, a few instances of rebridging situations where for various reasons, the proposed exit has not been realised and um, an existing lender um, are unable to extend the loan. And therefore, um, we are seeing, as I say, instances of people having to, to rebridge um, because they can't exit. Um, yeah. And again, I, I think that's all to do with, with confidence and, and interest rates and, and, and where we are at the moment. Um, but um, 
overall, uh, you know, I think people are, you know, are still buying property. They're still selling property. They're still letting property. They're still converting into HMOs. Um, and uh, as I say, we're certainly getting a lot busier on the, the development uh, finance side of uh, things as well. So, uh, you know, people are still looking to, to, to build from the ground up and, uh, uh, and do the HMO conversions, etc. No, yeah. So I think you're you're bang on on that. That that's at least my opinion as well. <laughs> um, so it doesn't mean it's right, but it, it's just what my my opinion. Um, but I just noticed we we I don't want to keep you too much longer. Um, so for everybody, obviously that's listening, um, where can they find you? How would be what's the best sort of place to to find out some more information? Who do they get in touch with, etc. Yeah, well, the, the best place is always by uh, by email. It's uh, info at nciuk.com. Um, all of the services that we offer are on our website, which is uh, nciuk.com. Uh, we, uh, we tailor all of our services to the exact requirements of uh, the, the, the lender client. And uh, we are um small enough to be able to move very quickly we can develop new services we can tweak new services uh very very quickly uh to to accommodate particular uh requirements um and um so i think it's always worth having a conversation uh with us if uh, you've got any need for a property or a person to be visited anywhere in the uk because you have concerns about uh uh, an exit or or uh, the occupancy of a property uh, always worth speaking to us um, and you're very welcome to you know get our take on on a situation before you instruct us um, uh, because we the likelihood is we've, we've seen a similar situation uh, before so always delighted to, to speak to new people um, and uh, uh, always happy to take calls personally uh, on my mobile uh, which is 07977-500-325. Oh, perfect. That's a nice number. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put all of, obviously, the information in the description as well. So if you do need to, just check that, and then you can get in touch with, with Graham or NCI um, directly. And before we stop, Graham, is there anything else you'd like to sort of cover off? Um, there's Personally, I've got quite a few more questions in mind, but it is 30 minutes, not two hours. So we can obviously <laughs> do this uh, again um, at some point um, and obviously sort of go through some more deals, sort of info, you know, various bits and pieces. But yeah, anything else you want to sort of mention quickly before we, we stop? No, no, I appreciate the um, uh, being invited on this today, David. I found it uh, uh, very enjoyable and, and interesting. So, so thank you uh, very much, uh, much for that. But, uh, but no, I think I've, I've given as much as uh, I can at the moment about about <laughs> NCI. And you know, as I say, the, the the biggest message of all is that uh, you know we we we've got this 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 incredibly good network of agents who can turn themselves to to pretty much anything. Um, and um, you know, if you, you've got a need, give us a call. I'm sure we can assist. And thank you so much, David, for giving us this uh, opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for your time, Graham. Really enjoyed it. 